What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 13 of Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. Uh, Tristan's back. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be an interesting one, because uh, this was actually uh, one that Tristan kind of requested. Yeah, I tried piecing this together. <laughs> Um, all week he's been he's yeah been, he's been chomping at the bit to get this one going i definitely did and <laughs> it's about conspiracy theories i gave the listeners some homework last week to look up i the, didn't do my homework i don't think anyone i did participate I, yeah i'm an active well due to the lack of, of viewers on the last episode ouch yeah <laughs> that, dang dude ouch. so i did ask everyone to look up the northwest uh tree octopus um we'll just leave it at that and next week we'll <laughs> we'll come back to that one um, but yeah, I wanted to piece together like conspiracy theories and have some conversations about them. The one thing is a lot of these are so bizarre. I think it would be kind of hard to talk about because I don't think I think we're all going to be on the same page of agreement on the legitimacy of these conspiracy theories. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you really look like you have something on your mind. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's anything on his mind. Look at him. He's trying to figure out how he got here. Somehow. Hey, wait! You ha- before we continue, you have to clarify your mistake. Oh yes, your factual mistake. So that you last made. episode for the two viewers. Um, <laughs> I did. No, that was that was the one before the last oh, one. I yes. just, we oh just yes, just put up. <laughs> okay, so, so that's very rude. Yeah. So last week <laughs> I made a mistake about the coronavirus and the death tolls. I did state sixty-seven hundred deaths worldwide. Um, I did further research and found out it is closer to twenty-six hundred. <laughs> That's a, so that's like that's a large margin of incorrectness right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what's so interesting too is there was something like two hundred thousand people now infected with it, and even if only six thousand people died, that's a pretty low mortality rate. What for do you virus? honestly? What do you guys honestly think is the severity of this? There was a girl in my office today, and and um, one of the, so another girl was saying my dad works for the government, blah blah blah, and. Uh, he was saying that you need to be prepared for, you know, working from home and not being in contact with people. And then this other girl was like, it's not a big deal. It's just like the flu. Remember H1N1? It wasn't a big deal. What are your thoughts on the severity of this whole thing? So well, I, I heard one thing. Um, the one thing I did hear. Uh, I did her, hear. <laughs> I did heard. <laughs> I done heard that. <laughs> is Is... By the end of this whole entire ordeal, at least 80% of the world will have contracted it. Contracted Contracted it. Contracted it. Well, so, okay, so I pulled... 1099 the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Pay that on your taxes. The whole entire episode. (laughs) Oh, man. It's one of those days, Sean. (laughs) So I pulled up right here. Swine flu infected one in five people, but the death rate was low. Um, the death rate was just 0.02%. Which is what number of the population? Um, let's take a well, look. Good While you're looking at that, there's also another... Um, you, may, you may need to look this up as well. Just fact check me. But um, what's the what's the sickness everyone gets every year? The I flu? Think- I think yeah, I think it was a flu, but like the flu's killed more people than this, uh, this coronavirus. Okay, so well, but the coronavirus is a new thing, though. It is. So in two thousand nine, the swine flu infected nearly sixty one million people in the United States, and caused twelve hundred twelve thousand five hundred deaths, um, worldwide. Up to seven five hundred and seventy five thousand people died from the swine flu. 
Well, and, uh, and to make sure I clarify, I mean, it just this season alone. Yeah, so the thing is, a lot of people die every year from the flu, but it's typically going to be infants that are in low-income areas due to vaccination. Well, there's a lot of, like, people that have problems with health and health insurance that are in just, like, bad... It, it's not that it's any more... I mean, it, it does get more severe at some points of the year or different years, but... A lot of it that I've noticed is related to like infants or just people that don't have access to like legitimate health care. Or elder people because they have weakened the immune system. So that's why elderly people, people die elderly. So people, that's why people die every year from uh, the flu, even just a common flu. You know what I'm going to say? No, uh, I'm, I'm we don't know actually. Probably not. You going to say it? Or just... <laughs> I, I felt like I couldn't say it anymore. You guys were like, don't say it. But uh, No, we yeah. said we don't know what you're going to say. Oh, okay. Um, Good so, Lord. Yes, I, this whole entire thing sounds like population control. I literally saw someone on Facebook the other day say, coronavirus, more like population control virus. Exactly. Unfriend. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, so... So the the swine flu had a mortality rate in total of 0.02%. Um, currently, uh, people over the age of 80 are at the greatest uh, danger. <clears throat> yeah, their immune systems are more Yeah, no surprise. Uh, but they have a fatality rate with the coronavirus of 14.8%. Um, hmm. yeah, which is actually pretty high. I don't – and the thing is I can't even argue this because I don't know very I, – I know as much as I stated on the last podcast, which is the symptoms, which is like a cough – a fever typical uh, it, flu symptoms it, yeah it, it's typical flu symptoms and that's why i think that girl in my office is like it's not a big deal it's just like the flu i i don't know i i just i don't know enough about it to really like dive into it without like no writing um, a thesis and what, what was that other thing like you can you can contract it more than once and it gets deadlier each time i haven't heard that uh, typically that's not what happens because your body, your body builds up an immunity. Yeah, it'll first. build the antibodies to defeat the infection the first time. That's why you don't get chickenpox twice in your life. If you if you manage to get the coronavirus twice with the same mutation twice, you just suck. Yeah, like, your body <laughs> you, just you sucks. probably shouldn't be on this planet anyways. <laughs> um, so patients ages ten to nineteen are likely to die as patients in their thirties at just zero point two percent, which is less than one percent of the patients. But if you think about that. That's 10 times more deadly than the swine flu. 0.02 and 0.2 is that's 10 times more likely to die. So I guess maybe that's why there's such a larger panic around this. And there is the swine flu. Think about that. But look how slow it's spread. It's been going on for 50, 60 days now. And we're like not even to a million people. Yeah, infected. but there's whole groups of people. That's the, their entire job is this. Yeah, well. I think that's how it is with quarantining and, and control. And I mean, that flight that came in from that was flying diplomats in U.S. diplomats from China was supposed to fly an SFO. And everyone was in California was freaking out about it. And then they diverted it to an air base just outside so, of Northern California. I just read an article today and it talked about how you, America, how they have we have our like vacation time isn't that good as, as far as a world standard in Europe, you know, you get a mandatory one month holiday vacation time in the U S that's not requirement. And so I think that's going to really help spread the infection because people are afraid to take time off for not feeling well, because we it's already... funny you say that too, because on Twitter I saw a girl saying I had to work my job as a server 
I was really sick, but they wouldn't let me call in. Turns out I had H1N1. And she was like, I'm pretty sure I contributed to a whole bunch of people getting sick. Yeah, because I couldn't 20, 30 on. people. Um, yeah. And the same thing in Japan. They, they're such workaholics over there that they think it's going to really help spread the virus there. Um, I've just been battling a burp for the last 30 <laughs> seconds. Well, it's because like, the more you work and the less you sleep, obviously your immune system is compromised. Yeah, and then if you, if you live in a culture that doesn't allow time off, you're not going to take the time off when you're not feeling well. So if you do have the flu coronavirus you're going to spread that to your colleagues uh south korea has had a huge boom as far as people infected with coronavirus uh, in the last couple of weeks because of their work ethic over there too and just how close they live in proximity to each other super interesting so what's your first conspiracy theory <laughs> that was uh, the most beautiful transition <laughs> i've ever heard uh since we're gonna go with um i have a degree in death, business not transitions is that a thing you can get in college <laughs> don't don't get into that never mind i don't want to upset anybody <laughs> so speaking of sacrifices <laughs> so i read this conspiracy theory that april is the government's blood sacrifice season you were t- okay hold on you were talking about this and it made me mad because how stupid this sounds exactly so some people notice that oddly enough a huge amount of tragedies happened during the month of april how, it what, does what, say that. What, what I can't think of any major tragedies that have happened in April. Can you guys, or can you look up any that happened in April? Wait, when is uh, April? This is going to be really sad. Oh. But when's St. Patrick's Day? March. September 11th. Okay, okay. definitely September 11th. <laughs> so during the month of April, um, according to these people, <laughs> April is actually the government's <laughs> blood sacrifice season, and during the month, the government performs sacrifices to the demon god Baal. And then later, <laughs> Baal. well, it's B-A-A-L, and I don't really speak demonic. Isn't that, I think that's, um, Baal? No, I think, I think, I think that's Latin. It's probably Latin. Well, here's the thing. Is there a hyphen in the middle? No. Oh, that would be Arabic. And then what? later, <laughs> you just, Ar- wow, I just said hyphen. I meant like apostrophe. Yeah, I know. Hyphen's the line. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, since many of these tragedies tend to happen around the same time in mid-April, um, CNN even published an article questioning the, this tragic and unexplainable uh, coincidence. Uh, so, April has actually been a period of sacrifice throughout many civilizations, and the cult of Baal used to worship their god of sun and fertility by sacrificing humans and fire. I don't know how you, you know sacrifice wait, fire. Before you continue, you know what's freaking me out? So, I, I look up April... I don't know why I typed it this way. April blood government sacrifice. <laughs> and there are so many podcasts talking about this, talking about this subject only. So you're telling me this is not original. Uh, this is an original, but apparently enough. The thing is that tells me there's enough people looking into that this are concerned about this whole thing that their pod. I mean, there's podcast nine, last FM, Pandora, Podtail, player FM tunes daily like random podcasts like sites and they're all titled the same is april the u.s government's blood sacrifice season that's how they're all titled so apparently there are some people that are very freaked out about this we should investigate further i mean it is only one month away so the end of april a time of human sacrifice the vigilante what is this why did do you have anything that says why this started? 
Didn't he say it was because like a lot of like things happen in April? Tragedy. Yeah. yeah so I, I have the that, CNN no article right here. There's no evidence that proves that there's just a bunch of okay. stuff happening. So here it is. I have it pulled up. Um, the CNN article at April nineteenth, nineteen ninety three. The FBI siege on the Waco compound, leaving seventy six oh, dead. That's Waco. Yeah, Waco is notorious. Yeah. Yep. April 19th, 1995, the bombing of a federal building in Oklahoma City, killing 168. I remember that one. Yep. Do you remember it? I wasn't born, but I remember it. I study okay. history. I can read. Okay. April 20th, 1999, Columbine shooting. Um, April 16th. How much of this is just a coincidence? But that's the thing. Is the government doing it for blood sacrifice to oh the god? Oh, my Powell? God. Dude, some of these are horrific. Like yeah. you, you're honestly telling me somewhere in the government, someone's like, you know what, you should do sacrifice. Go get an AK and shoot up a high school. Um, they use shotguns. AR-15s. That's why this whole AR-15 thing started. April sixteenth, really... two thousand seven, the Virginia Tech massacre, killing thirty-three. Have you never? Maybe April is just a bad month. Yeah, maybe it is for sacrificing. Uh, for, for sacrifice. I really didn't expect to be convinced, but now I just. Oh think I'm my so god, he's gonna convince himself. Too late. Sean, draw a correlation or a causation as to why something Don't like this even would happen. Start with that. No, this is the podcast. So, it's hold on. I don't even know what to say to this. So ball. <laughs> just. just... Well, we're going to dive into this a little bit. So, so I looked him up. Ba- it, it is bail, actually. B-A-E-L, bail. yeah. Bail. Bail. Property. Properly. Ba- oh, it's so B-A hyphen hyphen. Damn it, Sean. <laughs> apostrophe. Apostrophe A-L. Uh, was a title and horrific meaning owner. Honorific. Horrific. Honorific meaning owner, lord, uh, in the northwest it just it doesn't mean anything aside from it's just see that's what i found is a that semantic that means god anything on bail is he's a demon god but there's nothing it, really going in about him and but it, it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't say that though it doesn't say it's there's questions asking if he's a pagan god but it just says not necessarily it's just a hebrew term for the word god or lord what did I say? What did I? What did I say? It was. It wasn't Hebrew. I didn't say Hebrew. I'm not gonna back it up. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Latin. It's not Latin. Latin. It's Hebrew. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just interesting that they would draw a correlation to this bail, and there's like not much information on bail, and it seems like it was. See, I I feel like it literally is just coincidence because things happen all the time. Well, it's like <clears throat> yeah, but can you name other like big massive? tragedies that i'm sure if you gave me 15 minutes because i can't spell very fast i could figure it out like there's definitely kicking in over there it's not that it's just i've been (laughs) drinking a little bit definitely september 11th didn't happen in april (laughs) 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 well what i'm trying to get at is it felt like they put april and they're like bad stuff happening and then someone was like hey put bail in there mix it together so but the thing is they said that and then how in the hell did the government get involved in this well, the government's behind everything. Oh but if you think about it, throughout history, a ton of civilizations have used April as a month of sacrifice. But if you think about it, too, you look at like the Mayans. When's the summer or, solstice? Uh, it's not like April-ish. June, wait, mm. summer solstice? Summer That's what I said, June 21st? I Something oh, like that? Maybe I'm really wrong then. Oh, you're thinking spring equinox. 
something, some weird thing with the moons, because there's all the ancient civilizations. Just well, the so moons. the thing too is like you look at April, and that's when crops start growing. So if you're like the ancient Aztecs or Mayans, they just happen to know it's warming up. We need to sacrifice a couple of people to appease God so we can grow crops. So maybe that's why. But that wouldn't explain why it happens. I'm, now. I'm, I'm more convinced that you have like the Mayanistic calendar and stuff like that. A lot of people, if you watch those stupid ass History Channel shows. Like, like the, ancient aliens, the the eleven p.m. and later the, history channel the, shows, all the dumbass stuff. It's always going back to the Mayans and the stuff they did. That's I, I'm a, I'm a kibosh this conspiracy theory and say I'm relating it to Mayans and people are nuts. Next, okay. perfect. Look up the Stanley R. Mickelson Safeguard Complex in North Dakota. You can just type in. Oh, Stanley. Found it. Nope. It's a, <laughs> it's a pyramid, right? Stanley R. Mickelson Safeguard Complex was a cluster of military facilities near Grand Forks, North Dakota. North, wow, I sounded like I was from North Dakota right there. Grand Forks, North Dakota, that supported the United States Army's Safeguard Anti-Ballistic Missile Program. How is this a conspiracy theory? Okay. It's a $500 million building, and it's shaped like an unfinished pyramid, um, much like the one you see on the back of a dollar and if you notice, it has a round circle on each face. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I, because I know Sean doesn't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip the laptop around so you know what we're talking about. That's what it looks like. Okay. All right. So kind of you, odd, right? An odd building. It looks like a weird missile silo, to be honest with you. Well, so it was for, uh, supposedly, the rumor is the government used it for missile tracking during the, you know, height of the Cuban missile crisis. Yeah, I could believe that. Um. During the Red Scare. But in North Dakota? Well, so they had these all over, but that one was the only one shaped like that, which I thought was super weird. That you're, that's you're the only... It. No, but hold on. Okay. So, mysteriously, the building was opened and in operation for only one day. It opened October 1st, 1975, and was closed on October 2nd, 1975. When Congress decided to end the program leading many to construct conspiracy theories. Some assume the building is actually used by the Illuminati because of its large pyramid shape, which is obviously a symbol of Freemasonry and the teachings of the largest secret society. How much did you say it's worth? So it cost $500 million to build. Further research, um, it was bought 20-something, 30 years later for this, like $60 million. This website's saying it's worth $6 billion. I believe it now because there's a lot of Illuminati artifacts. They have there. a Facebook page. Yeah. No, it's super weird. Why would they spend $500 million to use it? 200 million square, 200,000 square foot. So like, like, is it in use today? No, it's not. It's It's owned by some private company now. It's just sitting there. Yeah. So the land was sold off for like 60. Originally it was auctioned off at 30 million. The buyer fell through. Someone else came back and bought it like 15 years later for like 60 million. So the government spent like 500 million building this thing. Used it for one day. Use it for one day, and now it's selling us like fifty million. So they debunked this Is right that what here. I heard? They're they're saying the reason that this was such an elaborate building and it looked menacing to some is because the oblong shapes, i.e., the pyramid spheres on yep, the ends, they're used for detecting multi sphere array radar tracking systems, which would lock on to ICBMs only that are intercontinental ballistic, ballistic missiles, missiles for anyone who's which are entering Earth's orbit. And thus, preparing a Spartan missile for intercept. Spartan missiles were notoriously... I don't know why it says that. All, all the Spartan missiles were... Were, were they, intercepting missiles. They were intercepting missiles, so they would have a detonation range of like two feet. They wouldn't blow up past two feet. 
the time for detonation to launch was just six seconds. Uh, Spartan missiles failed. For some reason, the pyramid also held a battery of smaller uh, sprint missiles. The idea was to detonate the offending ICBM in the air uh, before it hit Detroit, Cleveland, Boise, whatever city. Any East Coast city, yeah. What? So there. So the one conspiracy they have in that is that since it's weirdly shaped, the Illuminati owns it. No, it's not that. That it's that it was used for one day. Why? And it's pretty easy to disguise something as, oh, this is why it's used, but really, it's the Illuminati. Oh. See, I, I was going to say, when you showed me that picture, like, that was the first thing that popped my head. I was like, Illuminati. Yeah. What so- the hell? That's not the first <laughs> thing I thought. No, but that's crazy. After one day, and they're just, like, axed the whole thing. So, it was officially opened on the first, and the the program was closed the second. So, this... They didn't actually close down that, that silo this, for a couple months. This site is saying that when... So when the idea was brought to Congress, they thought it was a great idea. And yes, it was during the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 50s, 60s. Um, The reason that the site was only initiated for 24 hours was because Congress realized that the total cost of the taxpayer was $555 billion, thus resulting in an immediate closure to eradicate any negative connotation toward the U.S. government based on taxpayer increased funds and excess material charges. There was $112 million in excess material charges, $481 million in dollars lost effort, $967 million in schedule changes. So to me, what that says is that the government didn't audit any of this, and then they realized this was a really bad idea, and they shut it down immediately. Why was there $900 million in schedule changes? <laughs> That's... That's a lot of money. Well, that's a that's a weird thing. I want to know. I want to find if there are other uh, detection centers that looked like that at the time. If this is something that they had popped up all over. I'm I'm just saying my my whole goal tonight is to gonna I'm gonna try to debunk these as quick as I can. And yeah, that's my that's my. The issue figure. is is if you do that, we're gonna run out. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest about it. I'm just saying that. That, to me, looks like Congress was saving face and didn't realize how much it actually was going to cost until after operation. For sure. Because Unless mean, they're lying and they're actually using it. Unless they're actually covering it up for the Illuminati. All right, this well, shell of a private company. Hmm. Sean, I think you're onto something. <laughs> the thing is, why would it be so... I mean, the National Archives have articles and pictures and everything. Everybody knows about this. Yeah, but what if they... Just uh, made those pictures up like they it did with the like moon giant landing. Satellite dishes on the side of this thing. Yeah. What? No. What if they? Those are fake images like they did for the moon landings. So. Oh. All right. Well, no, we're actually not going into moon I conspiracies. If you get into the moon landing, then I have to punch you. There was uh, a theory. It wasn't if the moon landing was fake. It was just that some people don't even believe the moon is real. <laughs> <laughs> Some people believe that birds aren't real either. You know, and that's the thing is, if you want to, like, if someone's going off about conspiracy theories, just like, oh, you believe in the moon landing? Yes. Just, like, one-up them and just be like, you believe in the moon? <laughs> Here, here's my thing. We're going to talk about, like, things not existing, like birds and the moon. Do you I'm, have that on your list, actually, about birds? No, I avoided that I was going to, I actually <laughs> wanted to know why that started. Do you know why that started? I, I can work on it. Okay. Um, well, while you're thinking about that, I, I have to just one-up this whole entire game. 
Why the what heck? if life isn't real? <laughs> You're right. Don't. I'm we're not, we're all in a dream. I don't right want to do this, but I've been drinking, man. I'm gonna throw <laughs> up. Well, I was gonna say this whole flat Earth thing. I love flat Earth theory. You know that. I no, I, I don't, don't know. None of us know that. Okay, so probably like two, three years ago, I got so sucked into learning about flat Earth theory. Uh, like I was. A, hey, speaking of which, you hear about that flat Earth believer that launched a rocket and died? And, yeah, died. And everyone was like, "I bet the last thing he saw was the curvature of the Earth." Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" So yeah, I got sucked into flat Earth theory. Wait, for... wait, wait, wait! This rocket thing you're talking about was he attached to the rocket? He was in the rocket. He yeah. was in the rocket. He went. What did he, he go on space? He was. Uh, well, he didn't I, make I it. I, yeah, he obviously didn't make it. I don't know what the thing was about, but it was some like just adrenaline junkie and he made a he built a rocket yeah and he went straight up and then it blew up and everyone was like he hit atmosphere so he had to see the curvature of the earth yeah so this guy i've watched videos about him before and he had had a couple other failed rocket attempts um the dude had made just a few million like two three million dollars through his time working and was an avid flat earther and so he wanted to build a rocket because he said well i can't send cameras up there because the the lens, the the lens, Mad the Mike. Curved, yeah, Mad Mike. Mad Mike wasn't trying to prove flat Earth theory on ill-fated homemade rocket launch. So he was a daredevil out of uh, Sweden. So he uh, he was like, you can't use cameras because the curvature of the lens would make the Earth appear curved. All this stuff uh, sends himself up into the space and blows up. So he was pretty uh, tragic. A daredevil and an amateur rocketeer, which should be illegal, in my opinion. Yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> he was filming a, a show for the Science Channel called Homemade Astronauts. Yes. Yeah, so That's already not a good idea. <laughs> so there's actually interviews with him, and they talk about how he has to get like permission from the FCC to like go into airspace, all this stuff. And they're like, well, we can't really say no, but just do it somewhere really far away from airports because you're going to freak a lot of people out. And so he'd go out to like the Mojave desert and like attempt to launch these rockets. And they worked like 20% of the time. He actually died last Saturday. Yeah. No, it was super recent. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Last Saturday. And that's all these things came up. And a lot of people were saying it wasn't that he was trying to prove the earth was flat. He just liked launching rockets and he liked being in the rockets that he launched. But a lot of people were like, I bet the last thing he saw was the curvature of the earth. Yeah. I was like, that's cold <laughs> no flat earth theory is super interesting so i spent like but it five the, six back months back in the 1800s it makes sense right no it's, not it's, even back then That's it makes thing. sense right you don't you have no uh, three-dimensional so i guess 1300s but the thing is even aristotle knew that the earth was curved because what he did was stuck a, a stick in the ground in one place measured the angle of the shadow walked a couple hundred miles south stuck a stick in the ground and measured the angle and could calculate the diameter of the earth based off of that but you can do it too with oh, never mind I'm you can do it with that. the angle like literally just the angles of the sun you can calculate the diameter of the earth and how far you are away from the sun so we've known for 2500 years that the earth's round who was it sean's dumbass friend christopher columbus was like i'm gonna sail off the edge of the earth who was that no it was even before that they they knew that the earth was round someone but, apparently didn't well there was a couple Wait. idiots along the way what you weren't friends with Christopher Columbus? I hope not. The reason I say that is because <laughs> you got upset because of the other th- the thing you said the other day about how people were talking shit on Christopher Columbus. 
Oh yeah, in my nice little essay I'd written, um, and I had written about Christopher Columbus. What did you write? And about? all the great successes he had, he, and how he built such healthy relations with the natives. Dude didn't even realize he wasn't in India. You know what? If it wasn't for Christopher <laughs> Columbus, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I wow, his dumbass showed, showed up in conversation. Showed up in the Americas and was like, "Are you guys Indians?" And they're like, "No." He's like, "Well, I'm gonna call you Indians," and then he yeah. killed everybody. See, but here's the thing: America wouldn't be America without Christopher Columbus. You know what? Can't say that I'd be that mad, to be honest. <laughs> the way we're going. <laughs> yeah. The uh, so let's hear about Christopher Columbus. I want to hear your aspect. So my family, my heritage are conquistadors. They we'll came put, over. We'll put the conspiracy theories on the back burner. Yeah, we're gonna put those. <laughs> um, so my family's conquistadors. They're very passionate about it. They came over during the Spanish Inquisition. Set I can up, see that your mom looks kind of like a conquistador. <laughs> <laughs> set up shop in Colorado, actually, um, two, three hundred years later. Uh, so I, like, it's something I was always passionate about learning. So I want to hear your aspects, and then I'll share my knowledge and see if we can come to common grounds on the great Christopher Columbus. I think what he's trying I mean, to say, Sean, is what did you think Christopher Columbus was before you And how great him? were his achievements? I mean, all did I know Did you go off his greatness that... based off what you heard in middle school? They don't teach you the fact that he killed a bunch of people in middle school. because Literally kinda... by spreading syphilis. <laughs> well, it happens, man. It does. <laughs> Me. Especially in middle schools. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Oh, this episode That's... is sponsored by Trojan. I'm kidding. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> They'd be like, "Here's a box of condoms as sponsorship." Or like, <laughs> "No, fantastic. These are gonna go to waste." <laughs> what did so, you even have to write about? So the paper I was writing uh, was basically about um, traditional smoking of cigarettes versus vaping. Dude, oh, okay. dude dug so deep, he pulled out Christopher Columbus. <laughs> He's like, well, you see, they didn't have enough vape juice on the boats to get across the Atlantic. So they just had to roll up some of that old traditional tobacco. So, so interestingly enough, Christopher Columbus... They didn't have vapes back in the 1400s. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes my paper. Jewels weren't oh, cool back then. I can't, I can't talk today, apparently... Without getting roasted. I hope that you didn't put any of this in your paper. Uh, yeah, all of this. Well, no vape I'll... juice was on the boat. I don't know. We're looking for the listener's support because this is what Sean's going to have to do for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting because, like, so Christopher Columbus found America and whatever person he killed. By accident. Know, by accident? Oh, yeah, He killed a lot of people right. on purpose, too, though. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't like you. So, so apparently the Indians gave him some tobacco. tobacco. Yeah. And he was the first to ever migrate it to Europe and it was make a, it, like, commonplace. Yeah, so it was super popular. And, yeah, it was so popular. Uh, two things it, uh, that came about was it became a... Uh, a it met- became value, like, uh, uses money. Yeah. I'm really proud of him. He's learning things. And then yeah, as well, uh, what was it? They, they came up with the slogan, get your daily dose of tobacco. I think that could get some serious traction. So yeah, that, that was like the two, try it in your yeah, political run. For that's time. how common it was to sm- start smoking tobacco. And they yeah. thought it was healthy with the, and that had magical properties too. No, yeah. it was, it no, was, it was very much a valuable commodity. And I mean, that's, it can be said for Europe, Asia, all the major continents. I mean, how, it was a, it was a valuable commodity for sure. However, the, the crazy thing is, is like, it was like 1604 when researchers found that tobacco was actually bad. 
Uh, how did you find that in 1604? Because back then... Like, Tristan's so it, like, it they was, didn't have was, lab technicians back then. <laughs> I would know. It was like whatever medicinal field they had at the time and philosophers. They started, they, they looked at tobacco and they're like, holy crap, like this actually isn't great. Well, the, a lot of those kind of ideas of it not being good for you was like it pulled you further away from God. It wasn't a health thing. It was like a spiritual, well, like a spiritual back, health. Back that far, a lot of these continents, I'm going to say continents, were dominated by religion. I mean, I mean, I will say this. A lot of it was based on, like, the, the two things they said is that they noticed that people who tried to quit, like, could not quit. And they also had difficulty breathing. The well, thing so, that, the thing, but nicotine's the addicting thing. Nicotine, no, it's not, actually. After, when you do well, nicotine research, is nicotine addicting. is not addictive. Whoa. It's a synthetic. Oh. Sorry, Sean. No, I don't know what Fox News you were reading what fake news did you know nicotine is actually cured a lot of uh, is a is a remedy for a lot of like diseases well or not so, diseases um i can't think of them you want uh, me to okay i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna stop you right there do you know why nicotine came about i'm gonna test you on this since you apparently wrote a paper on it uh i don't not know that one yet i'm still I in the do process not know. of this so I do not know. <laughs> nicotine was used to cure tobacco to age it faster okay makes sense so nicotine is also naturally occurring in tobacco. And when you buy raw tobacco, it's actually found in concentrations between 9 and 11% of the entire makeup of the chemicals of tobacco. So like nicotine, as far as like vapes, jewels, those are in 3 to 5%. So you're talking, you know, half or a quarter of the amount of potency of nicotine. Now... Nicotine, like you were saying, is used to cure a lot of. I'm guessing you were going to go with mental illnesses. So, well, it's nicotine's a stimulant. Yeah. So, what happens is <clears throat> nicotine binds to the receptors in your brain and it basically triggers it like glucose. And so, that's why when you're trying to quit nicotine, you get your blood sugar drops tremendously. See, because they're saying that tobacco by itself isn't this isn't addictive it just it just you shouldn't inhale anything i mean that's that's bad if it's not air it shouldn't but you get into the fact that you're adding chemicals and taurine and all sorts of bullshit to cigarettes and that Wait, we're having taurine and cigarettes that's right. always been a thing it's called tar makes I'll your lungs stick, black i'll stick with stuff in how much drinks. research did you do into this uh, did I'm you do a red bull right now and so all i can think about is taurine and this red bull so there's no taurine in the red bull is there not really taurine is in with taurine let me see it right there that's red bull if you want to sponsor us are yeah exactly that's the taurine i'm thinking about yeah Ta- he's thinking t-a-r-e tear t-a-r-i-n-e that's yeah that's that's <laughs> whatever so nicotine is super addictive because your brain functions off glucose and when it gets nicotine what, what what does nicotine trigger in the brain so it what's it called what's it called the receptors no dopamine so well what happens is the nicotine Wrong. binds to the receptors that glucose would bind to and it sticks on there longer than glucose would and so it sits there and triggers it so when you quit nicotine and those nicotine levels drop out of your body you know what you should do while you're on there go to my search bar i don't i don't want to go to your, your search bar <laughs> Uh, on the actual computer search bar, not the internet one. I'm a dodgeable there. <laughs> <laughs> Types in P. <laughs> and, and put in vaping. Just give me a quick rundown. By the way, uh, 
Ryan's using my computer right now. Yeah, so. I forgot my laptop. Yeah. So let's hear about Christopher Columbus. Yeah, actually, were, were so, you did you were you at the end of that? I think he was at the end of that because yeah, he was talking about how he killed a bunch of people and he was like, "I'm going to take you to back." No, I think it was more of a peace offering, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like it was a gift. Yeah, yeah it was a gift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why a lot of like American settlements they started uh, north, uh, and that was to grab you know beaver fur and really good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm such a child. <laughs> and and wood. But in the South, they would grow tobacco mostly and then cotton uh, because in the South, they have the high humidity and really cotton good. Cotton grows very well in the South. Yeah, and so does tobacco. So that's why they formed Southern colonies as fast as they but could. But just in my like 10 seconds of research, the only reason that nicotine even showed up was because they cured the plants with that. It's in a sense like a pesticide. And then you refine it more for vaping and recreational use. But it, it to me looked more like a pesticide to age the leaves and, and, and cure I, it. I will. I will say this though. Um, the the other thing I got out of this paper is is uh, vape, uh, uh, with vaping. The other thing I've learned out of college is <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I'm actually learning something. Things I learned in boating school <laughs> is so so in vaping. So you have the three the three ingredients. You have propylene glycol. Uh, eth- was ethylene glycol? Definitely not ethylene. Glycol. <laughs> <laughs> I can never remember the name of it. Okay, glycerin. No, no, they're both glycerin. They're both glycol. You, you basically propylene and uh, I, I, believe, I want to say it's ethylene. I cannot. We can skip past that. So What's anyway, the third? The two major things and is nicotine. you have you have nic- the two major things you have nicotine and vegetable oil. You have something to suspend the nicotine. In. What's the other, What's the other one other than vegetable? There's propylene glycol and um, vegetable glycerin. The oh, vegetable glycerin. That's okay. So I, uh, that's what I was forgetting. So so propylene glycol ethanol. You're just straight <laughs> gas, my guy. <laughs> uh, so so um, propylene glycol is actually pro- uh, the most toxic ingredient in a vape. Well, yes, toxic, but not the addictive part. Correct. Yes. Where are we going with this? Toxic or addictive? There's two different avenues, and we're going down both of them at the same well, time. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing: is addictive doesn't always mean bad. No, it just has a negative connotation to yeah, it. Yeah, you're addicted to water and breathing. Well, and adi- yeah, I, I, the word addiction it's a negative connotation. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, so is- have you guys ever smoked like raw tobacco? No, I believe well, I like have. out of a cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's totally not like nicotine because no, get, not at all. You get a crazy body like high. And it makes you cough your ass out. Yeah, but you don't personally. get that like nicotine head rush. No, it it doesn't. No, it's but that's that's what I mean is since nicotine's a stimulant, it's it's like the reverse of alcohol. What alcohol does? It's like the reverse of raw tobacco. That's oh jeez, yeah, yeah. These conspiracy theories suck. What was your next one actually? <laughs> oh man. You, you really didn't have one about why birds aren't real? I avoided that. Is I, it like a deep... Because from what I've... The, just the minimal amount of research I've done, it just looks like someone somewhere was like, I bet those are satellites the government watches us with. And then everyone was like, yeah, I agree. That's some I, like Hunger Games type stuff. That's like something that like would come but out isn't of... That, isn't that what it is? Yeah. It's like the no, people that's definitely think that what the government has satellites in birds or they're, they're like flying drones. No, the birds are the satellites <laughs> <laughs> in birds. <laughs> Like, come here, little pigeon. That seems like something that would come out of, like, New York City. They're just like, hey, that pigeon is kind of staring at me a little too long. Well, have you not seen those fat <laughs> pigeons? Like, that's that's got a lot of computing power in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the Brun- Brunswick Springs in uh, Vermont. Bruns- Brunswick Springs. Is this like a sacrificial thing again? No, I only did one. Yeah, I did. 
uh, only one of those. So the <laughs> Abenaki Native Americans in the 1700s theorized that these springs had uh, natural powers to heal illnesses. Ooh, before you continue, you know one of the, one of the things I've been uh, really about lately. Have you guys heard about Skinwalkers? That's on my list. Have you heard about Skinwalkers? believe i have so you know it's I interesting think, that I think, comes i think native american like folklore is so interesting so that's really popular in new mexico oh yeah but there's uh, i'll get to it after this one so a native right, american tribe uh they believe that these had the power to heal well during the french indian wars uh the french would actually try bottling up the spring uh so they had fresh drinking water mm-hmm. so indians native americans sorry put a curse on this water and so after the war they built four hotels over these springs each one had mysteriously burnt down and so they're thinking that this curse had actually come to fruition see but that's i don't know about that being conspiracy theory because some of the native american stuff i mean to this day generation after generation after there are a lot of generational gaps at some points in some native american histories but their children's children's children still believe in what the, their grandparents, the their great 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 grandparents were yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's what's super interesting about Native American tribes is their history is always it's only oral, it's only passed down orally too. But okay. how well? <laughs> so sorry, sorry, that's that was immature. One of the things though that I was gonna say is that Skinwalker Ranch is in Utah. That was actually my next conspiracy. Skinwalker thing. Ranch. There's a, there's documentaries. There's movies. There's all sorts of stuff on Netflix. Yeah. So in New Mexico, where my family lives, they they all believe in skinwalkers. Like you don't go out at night. What do you think a skinwalker is, Sean? Because you seemed a little bit confused. Well, I mean, if I understand like a skinwalker correctly, it's kind of like a like. I mean, the easiest term I'll put it is a shapeshifter almost. Like, yeah. In, in essence, yeah. yeah where And the thing the, the thing that's always been the same viewpoint is that they'll wear the skin of their victim, but it's always deformed and it doesn't look right. And it's it's always just weird. Yeah. So if and they I kill don't know, a wolf, they wear this wolf pelt, but it's, it's kind of not. Humanoid. It's like ill-fitting and it doesn't, it's just like weird. And it's, I, I don't know why I found it so fascinating, but the thing, I think the reason I found it so fascinating is because it's the same thing. No matter where you go in history, everybody in that like that generation or that lineage or that culture believes the same thing. Like there's no there's no degradation, yeah. there's no like perversion of the of the the, the legend. It's always the Which, same. Which you know what's super interesting. You know when you play the game of telephone, like with twenty people, one person starts and then you. That's that, that's a good. It that's always a very gets up. Valid, but explanation. the thing I think what would maybe keep like the the folklore of skinwalkers true is that they're shapeshifters. They can be anything. And so that's a pretty easy concept to pass but, on. But the thing that I've noticed listening to stories on like YouTube or, or watching videos is that they're shapeshifters, but you can tell that something's very wrong with this thing. Yeah. Right. Like it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't shapeshift in like you and it looks like you No, it's like you kind of looks kinda... like you, but it looks like you had a really bad Friday night. <laughs> and you lost your glasses and... <laughs> so in the 1990s the sherman family uh came forward and spoke to the media about after years of strange occurrences at their ranch in ballard utah there it is yep terry sherman told the press that his family had witnessed ufos and strange lights he also said that his cows had kept com- completely disappearing and then turning up mutilated um more bizarrely sherman said circular doorways would appear out of thin air 
and that there were always these reports of crop circles in the pasture. The farm quickly became famous around the U.S., eventually be, uh, becoming known as the Skinwalker Ranch. The thing that's weird about this one is that it was so... Whether I believe this or not is up for debate, but it was so widely publicized that the, like government agencies were investigating this yeah, thing so, because it was becoming such a problem in this town. Yeah, so uh, over the years, more conspiracies arose about the Skinwalker Ranch, including a werewolf sighting. Um, more strangely, reports of bizarre sightings. That was my mom, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so reports of bizarre sightings date back long before the Sherman family. Um, a newspaper in the 1970s reported multiple witnesses in the area seeing a UFO surrounded by a green light. So these stories had com- been coming it's out. It's more of a paranormal like thing. It's not really Skinwalker Ranch. It's just that this dude bought a really bad property. <laughs> yeah, with great views of the alien <laughs> encounters. Uh, yeah, so it's super interesting that these reports have been coming out before the family had even lived there. Yeah. And then... <sighs> I, I I just find it iffy because I'm always those one uh, that one that watches those shows, and I for whatever reason expect to see like a shadow. Like you never see any of that shit on those shows, you know, like yeah. Ghost Hunter or whatever. Yeah, like, they're like, did you hear that? And it's just someone going, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 god, he's trying to communicate. I you want us to leave? Okay. I, I just think that wherever there's, it's just a sort another source of entertainment. I think that one could have been. Not plausible, but I think it, it had some validity to it. But then I think that people just kind of spun it out of control. Because it's like Tristan said, the one, the, the best way I could put a lot of these conspiracy theories is it started in like, let's say X, and then you play a game of telephone to Y, and it just distorts it all the and way And then it through. just becomes like this crazy. Yeah, and it doesn't make crazy. any sense. And it's like, are you, you're telling me Bigfoot was at your house like yesterday. The next one's Bigfoot. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> so in 1958, uh, the original footprints were pranked by a man named Ray Wallace in Northern California. Pranked or printed? Pranked. So pranked. he he had created some like uh, castings of large feet, went mm-hmm. and put them in the dirt, took pictures, like gave an it to asshole. the yep. yeah, yep. gave it to the local tabloid. Was like, "There's this Bigfoot. I saw him." Since then, there have been 2,032 sightings in that's, Washington of Bigfoot. That's the one thing that reported blew, that just was ridiculous was they're looking at sightings. Like there's a show, I think, either on Netflix or Discovery or History Channel, and it's Finding Bigfoot. Yeah. And it's like, dude was like, I saw Bigfoot yesterday, and he's in Washington State. And another guy's like, I saw Bigfoot yesterday. And he's well, it's in not Denmark. the same one. No, it's an entire population of big feet oh. animals. That big, big feeted animals. Big footed. Big foot. Huh. Big feeted animals. Bigfoot. <laughs> a, a species of Bigfoot. A species of large organisms. <laughs> uh, so. I did some further research on this, and I just think that whole thing's so overplayed, just bullshit. Yeah. So in two thousand three. He admitted that it was completely faked and a prank, and his family has, ever since he passed... And then everyone else is like, no, seriously, I saw it. No, it's a real thing. Yeah, so he (laughs) he totally admits it was a prank, and uh, like people still believe it. And he fully admitted it. It's just like the Loch Ness Monster. That was Aunt Jenny out in the backyard just late at night. The angle was weird, so it looked kind of weird. The lighting, the exposure. (laughs) The lighting was bad. Yeah, so like the Loch Ness Monster, the person who took the picture totally admitted it was false. And yet people still to this day... There have been entire shows dedicated to millions of dollars worth of equipment going into the Loch Ness. Yeah. In Ireland and finding, trying to find this And they're just like, 
they couldn't possibly live here. Like we saw a shadow and then you stay tuned for the next episode and then it ends and you're like, wow, I just wasted four hours of my life. Oh, it was actually a log. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sean can't handle the amount of just knowledge that's being thrown at him. It's all just so stupid. (laughs) Was there, has there ever been a conspiracy theory that you've heard that you're like, that could be plausible? Uh, Flat earth. I don't know. Actually, there's, there's a lot. Like, there's always some stupid thing behind every conspiracy. But the thing with conspiracy theories is it's what the what society there's wants to two, call a conspiracy. There's two thoughts. There's two, 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 two schools of thought behind conspiracy theories. There's one that's like it's fun to just imagine, you know, what could happen. And then the other school of thought is there is a group of people, dare I say cult, that is like straight up. John F. Kennedy was killed by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing that really caught my interest, we'll go back to the flat earth theory, is the idea is the earth's flat, the government tells us that it's round, and it's to show that they can control us. If they can plant that thought, it's what can't they control. So, it's it's a whole it's a whole culture of people that are like, we're not going to let the man tell us what is and exactly. what Exactly. So, but if you Come think on. about, if you take yourself out of that and you go, what if the government really is trying to control my thoughts? If you take yourself out and you go, okay, they. what if they are lying about that? What else are they lying about? Like, what Well, is- a lot of things, but that's just apparent with any government. Yeah, but like... <laughs> I mean, uh, Am I wrong? No, you're not. <laughs> so that's what like attracted me so much is like the government's lying to us. Uh, Antarctica's a big... It's not... A continent it's actually a big ring of ice that holds all the water in and gravity's an illusion is that on your list no because i know that one by heart like <laughs> i seriously spent probably a, wait, six there's, months there's there's a conspiracy theory that gravity is an illusion part of the yeah. flat earth so in flat earth think of a frisbee and upside down and so antarctica is a ring of ice that holds all the water in and what it is is it Earth is this plate that moves upwards at a certain speed, which gives the illusion so we're, of gravity. So our, our frisbee is going straight, straight up in up space. Space infinitely. Where which, are we going? Well, it doesn't Cancun? matter. Cancun? Oh. oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't. I, I just. So some of this shit to me sounds like it takes more effort to make up than it is to just accept what's already there. But they don't want to. I'm going to show you this picture. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm going to say Apparently this. Apparently not. Flat Earth thing. Come on. First off. How how is it that we can like go around the world and hit different time zones? Like, so let me show it's you. It's all an illusion, apparently. <laughs> He's gonna pull up a PowerPoint. He's like, look at this PowerPoint that <laughs> actually, I guys, I've been ready. <laughs> <laughs> so you look at uh, this is the I believe this is NATO's logo, and so as you can see here, this is earth laid out if you're looking at top like a frisbee yep so what they say is you don't go around a three-dimensional earth you actually go if you're traveling east you're always traveling east you're traveling north you're always traveling north and like this well i'm gonna stop you right there i think that's a bullshit explanation because nato is trying to say that all continents are involved in their endeavors it's hard as shit to get a globe in a picture and Look, there's Antarctica as a ice ring holding in all the water. The thing is, why is why is uh, wait, wait, Australia wait, so thin? 
see how thin Australia is? That's because it's lengthwise. It's just looking wow. at it from top down. That's so dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so that's that's what makes it so interesting. They're like, well, if you're in an airplane and you're Howard, I'm trying to think of how they word it. He realizes now it's so wrong. He oh, can't I think figure out how to. <laughs> no, I know it's stupid. So they go. Well, if you're flying on an er- on an airplane and you're going f- straight forever and the Earth's a globe, what do you say? Eventually, you'll just keep going straight into so, space. So one of the things that I'll argue is here's the curvature of the Earth. Here's an airplane that goes straight. It just keeps going into space. Yeah. So there you go. Well, if you travel straight in an airplane, they're like, I went. To- so if you're on a flat Earth, that wouldn't happen because if you're going straight, you're always staying just above it. Now what they well, fail then- to realize is gravity. Straight is technically always on a curve because well, no, gravity is an illusion the bottom line is <laughs> you're right. you have to understand where was i going with this the, you that, can't disprove the flat earth yeah that's what i thought so are they saying that astronauts that are up there it's fake they're so that's all fake that's fake. It's, it's all it's fake. all fake. so and until the only thing that they would believe is if nasa was like hey cletus you seem kind of smart and have like four teeth. Do you want to go into atmosphere? And Cletus is like, yeah. Well, did you not just see what happened last Saturday to the guy that tried that? Oof, too soon, dude. <laughs> so they go, well, how do you explain rockets launching? They go, oh, they just launch them. And then they obviously just go over the ocean to where we can't see them and land them. Because how are we going to prove it actually went to space? Well, I'm sure Elon would like to contest that. He's lost a lot of money for rockets that didn't come back. <laughs> what I'm saying is, so all the astronauts that take pictures of a a sphere all, they're, they're all computer generated so it would take one of those flat earthers to go to, to go space, space and be like that's true but then the rest of them would be like that's not true yeah so we'd have to send like half a million dumbasses into space for them to realize that maybe maybe i'm actually as stupid as my mom said i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> isn't that crazy like and the thing is if you uh if you were to convince a flat earther you send them to space they'd come back they just the other flat earthers would just say you were brainwashed. The government brainwashed you while you were it's a, gone. It's a never-ending cycle of bullshit. Why do I believe it? Because it makes sense. To no. me, it just kind of makes sense. I'm not going to argue about something because if I'm not floating around in zero gravity, I don't give a shit if it's <laughs> flat. I really don't. <laughs> I, say, I really don't care uh, if it's flat or not because it doesn't really affect my day-to-day life. So the last, I guess, to conclude that, Sean, do you have any conspiracy theories that you're like kind of enthralled about? Like I talked about the Skinwalker thing. Is there anything that you're interested about? Because you seem very, very quiet thinking about your life, contemplating why gravity seems fake and birds aren't real. And Christopher Columbus was a great human. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did not take a stance on Christopher Columbus. I just know him as a dude who founded America where I am by accident. Because dipshit didn't have a map. You apparently. know what else was created by accident? Me. Potato. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't follow that up, dude. So on that note, Sean, would you like to take us out? <laughs> oh my god. Alright, yeah. Alright, guys. Well, thanks everyone for tuning to another episode. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. I gotta compose myself really quick. Holy crap. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning to another episode of Drunk Boy's Basement. Have something you want us to talk about next time or love this episode, let us know on Facebook at Drunk Boy's Basement. And while you're there, make sure to like and share our page. As well, catch us next Friday. And remember, please listen responsibly. Bye! Bye!